As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. It's been a long time coming, but today's second reading is perhaps the first in this Lenten series in which Joseph, his brothers, and his father Jacob can all see God's good purposes in what has come before. It's taken four weeks for us to get to this point, but likely ten or more years in the lives of Joseph and his family. Seven years of plenty, then another year or so for things to get bad enough in Canaan to cause Jacob's sons to travel to Egypt in search of food, which they did. But on Joseph's orders, as we learned last week, had to leave their brother Simeon in Egypt as a hostage. Return then home to Canaan. Get hungry again, enough to induce Jacob to part with his youngest son, Benjamin, who hadn't been with him the first time, and whom Joseph, back in Egypt, had demanded to see. And then return to Egypt again with Benjamin. When we pick up today's readings, the brothers are back in Egypt, and having presented Benjamin to Joseph and feasted with Joseph, they're ready to head home to Canaan and to their father with Simeon, their brother, whom Joseph had presumably released, and the grain, and with the grain that they had purchased. But Joseph, whom his brother still recognized only as a fearsome governor of Egypt, wasn't done toying with them or testing them yet. He lays a trap, having a steward once again hide the money that they paid for the grain in their grain sacks. And in Benjamin's sack, Joseph told the steward to put his own silver cup. Why did he do that? We don't know as we often don't know why things happen to us, good or bad. Joseph could have been testing his brother's honesty or their loyalty to one another and to their father Jacob. They had already once returned the money that Joseph had planted on them the first time. They had also returned to Egypt with their brother Benjamin, as Joseph had asked. So they had demonstrated their honesty with money and their loyalty to Simeon, who had been held hostage. Perhaps this time Joseph was testing them to see if they would be similarly loyal to Benjamin, or if they would make him a scapegoat for the steward's accusations and sacrifice him to save themselves which would surely have brought their father Jacob's gray hairs in sorrow to the grave. But when Joseph's steward finds the planted money and the silver cup, the brothers don't throw Benjamin to the wolves, so to speak, but stand by him. And Judah offers himself to remain in Egypt and to serve Joseph if only he will let Benjamin go home to Jacob with his brothers. And that's when Joseph loses it. Not his temper, but his composure. 
He abandons the cat and mouse game he'd been playing with his brothers and tells them, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? Which wasn't quite what they had been expecting to hear from the mighty governor of Egypt who had them at his mercy. Genesis 45 verse 3 says, But his brothers could not answer him, for they were dismayed at his presence. Dismayed is hardly overstating it. Petrified was probably more like it, as it dawned on them that the brother that they had sold into slavery many years ago was now in a position to treat them to their own medicine. Instead, instead of doing that, amazingly, Joseph takes a with malice toward none approach to his brothers and seeks, offers forgiveness and reconciliation, saying, Do not be distressed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in the land these two years, and there are yet five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. And God has sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to keep alive for you many survivors. And so it was not you who sent me here, but God. After ten years for them, and four Lenten Wednesdays for us, we all finally get this first glimpse of, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. As is often the case in our own lives, the light at the end of the tunnel can be a long time coming. The story of Joseph reminds us of that, so that in the meantime, we do not lose heart. Having revealed himself to his brothers, Joseph invites them to return to Canaan and to bring Jacob and the rest of the family to live there in Egypt in the land of Goshen. And that's what they do. And that's where we'll pick up the story next week and at long last hear from Joseph where we've been headed since the beginning of this odyssey, but which couldn't have been clear to any of them. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good.